Welcome on back to Points and Doinks. It is your friendly neighborhood Travis man back. Sorry for the um, absence last week. I was enjoying my time in Disneyland, but it's good to be back with you guys talking fantasy football, points and doinks. We're going into week seven. As always, our rock steady cheese is here. Cheese, how you doing this week? Doing fantastic, Travis. I won. And if, if the only reason I'm sitting here with the W is because of that Patriots Cowboys overtime, got the DAC CD stack and it, it paid off in the end. And with us on the other mic is Johnny Roca, at least for now. He's here to do a little bit at the beginning in Commissioner's Corner. Ty has a work scheduling issue again, so it'll be us three to start. Johnny Roca is going to dip out after his segment, and then we're going to roll me and cheese. Uh, another two-man team up. Can't get the whole band back together. But besides that, Johnny Roca, how you doing, pal? Doing fabulous. Thank you, as always, for having me, man. Welcome how'd back, you do? How'd you do? Thank you, man. Thank you. How'd you do last week? Since you asked, I did three and one. And last on last week's episode, you weren't here, but uh, Cheese and Tyler said that they do not fantasy shame anybody. So I felt like I can go ahead and toot my horn a little bit. Uh, five and one in one league. Five and one in another league. Four and two, three and three. And that puts me at 17 and seven with a 708 winning percentage. So great right. job. That's great. That's great numbers there. It's great. I wish I could have, say I have the um, the same um, great fortune last week, but I did not. Um, some key injuries and stuff really kind of fucked me over. But I was on vacation, so I wasn't paying that much attention. So fuck everybody else. But yeah. I know this isn't trapdoor to hell. But I have to talk about something off the subject. And it's what I made for dinner today. Oh, uh, what'd you make? So I noticed yesterday that we, or I noticed that we don't have any hamburger buns. We only have hoagies. Well, I don't have any, I, I mean, I've got tons of fucking hamburgers sitting around. And I had about two pounds of venison, uh, ground, ve- ground venison. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make me some burger dogs. So I took the venison and I mixed it in with bacon bits, seasoned it all up really good, took a sharp cheddar and cut it into rectangles, almost like string cheese. And then I rolled it up inside the venison and I cooked it and I put it in a, in a hoagie, like a, like a sausage. And it was absolutely delicious. And Mm. I can only eat half because they're so fucking big, but I still got the other half waiting for me on the end of this, and I just can't—I can't get it off of my brain, so I had to bring it up here. <laughs> Good. It's, it's Good like job. some coochie just waiting for you. That's right. And I'm out but, here. Uh, I, I drank some some vegetables. We're boiling vegetables, and I and I burnt my hand with the water because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I was too aggressive with the pour, <laughs> and the water came out too heavy, and I fucking got got hot water all over my hand. Oh, that's. That's not we great. got beefiness on this end. We got vegetables boiling on this spectrum. So it's like two sides, binary, right? That's right. Together we make one whole meal, but that's right. Well, we don't. We don't have that. Um, but without further ado, let's get into the commissioner's corner segment this week. Johnny Roca, I believe this week we're going to be talking about league fees, league yes, fees sir. being paid, league fee due dates, all that good stuff. I'm sure. You have tons of talk about it, so why don't you take it away? What are some of your thoughts on league fees? Well, 
for everyone listening out there, if you haven't paid your dues yet, pay them soon. Communicate with your uh, uh, with your uh, commissioners. As cheese kind of slowly deal, right? slides out of frame here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is cheese notorious for paying his uh, league fees late? Um, Nobody uh, pays their league fees in our league, so that's why I don't pay it. I've 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 had but one. you know once Travis shakes me down and asks me yeah then I'll do it. Well, that's the thing is I, post, I posted it once on Facebook at the very beginning, and I don't like to heckle, but I I, I did get one payment, and then I I told myself I'm gonna make a group message, group text message with everybody in it from the league, and be like league fees are due, get them to me, Venmo right now, come on. Yeah, it's um it, it's tough. You don't want to heckle people. Um. This year, I did try something new. I did. Uh, I used my commissioner uh, uh, controls here, my powers, uh, to go to the edit locks feature, which you can go ahead and restrict all your your owners to drop players, add players, make trades, even do substitutions within their roster. Um, I did. I after making numerous attempts asking for uh, for league fees and no one responded, I said, "Hey, October fifteenth at midnight is our uh, is our deadline. See what happens." And I wasn't trying to stronghold anybody, but it was something that I was experimenting with. It went successful. Uh, I got about forty eight guys that I look over um, all together, and yeah, I would say maybe sixty percent of them did not pay. So when I finally did that, guys were like, "Hey, what happened to my?" T- Team, I can't make substitutions and whatnot. And I go, oh, yeah, you know, you missed the deadline, so I had to put a lock on your team. All right, here, let me send you my payment. Boom, it was done. I gave them back their powers. Voila. Now, see, I just don't understand why. I, Johnny Roca, I pay you on draft day every every you time. Do. Draft you day, do. money on comes. On the spot. That's right. That's how, I think that's how it should be. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, and, I, and I get it. And that's why I've kind of – especially so this is my – first year last year and this year first year running it and i just know money is tight especially we're still going through a pandemic so i'm not gonna pressure anybody yeah cheese fist up right on stay strong brother yep that's right so i'm not gonna shake anybody down uh for league fees but it will get to a point where i'm gonna have to I was going to send a text a few weeks ago, but there was one person early who was going through a real rough time. And I go, if I can't do it to all of them, I'm mm-hmm. just going to hold off. Well, I make exceptions to some people. I got some guys saying, give me until Thanksgiving, you know, whatever it is. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let, just let me know what, what time it is. We'll work together. But there's other guys who are like, oh, I just totally forgot. Well, so you forgot, just pay for it. So it's yeah, a, just, it's a lot of just sucks. The one person you're trying to look out for didn't even say thank you when you tried to wish him well. <laughs> who who are right. we talking to here? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name any names, but he may be a co-host on another podcast. Ah, okay. Friday night. Uh, all good, all good. Uh, I, I I'll send that text and everybody will know what's oh look at this. Look at this. Hold up, live on air. Brandon Tanguma paid me fifty dollars. Wow, look at that. Nice. Look at that. Oh Nicely my done. Now you see, cheese. That was actually a ploy, man. We were we were doing this so that you can make your payment tonight. It worked, Travis. <laughs> I didn't want to make you feel bad, but you were the last person. To I'm yeah. just playing. <laughs> I'm just nah. Tyler, well, would... te- technically, I'm the last person to pay, but it's my league, so. <laughs> exactly. No, you can do your own little self payment plan. 
but not to everyone out there, make sure you make pay your fees. Um, it's kind of a headache for the commissioner, you know, so just do them a favor, do yourself a favor. And we're approaching the seventh week, which is the halfway point of our, of our regular season fantasy league now. So I think that's about the perfect deadline, but everyone's different. So, well, actually week eight, isn't week eight the halfway mark? Jeez, you want to chime in on this? Week, well, it all depends. Seven, it it all depends on when right? your thing is, because technically we're week seven. What well, doesn't the season end at like seventeen or sixteen? So maybe the eighth week. It, you know, odd even numbers. Who knows? We're okay, approaching the, the middle of the season. Next next Tuesday is the official halfway for most of it. Yes. <laughs> no, you're right. No, the, the, the all-star exactly. break. Whenever the all-star break is, then it's that's the second half. That's how I know. Oh. <laughs> well, that makes it easier <laughs> in the other sports. But um, all right. Well, stardom situms, Johnny. You got anything? Got a couple here. Um, if you get Matt Ryan on the bench and he's your only option, have no fear. Go ahead and start him. He's fresh off the bye. Uh, good matchup against Miami, and he has all the all of his uh, offensive weapons back. So. That's something you might want to do. And then uh, Josh Jacobs now raising up in value right now, healthy and heating up. So those are a couple of stardoms. My sit would be, um, I got Julio Jones, Tyler Boyd, and um, Brandon Ayuk. I'm sorry, Travis. I know you're a big Brandon Ayuk guy, but just don't start him if you got him. Brandon Honey, Ayuk. I haven't, I haven't started him all season. You don't plan on it this week either, right? I, I, he had, there hasn't been a single point, and I said this, I think, maybe two or three weeks ago after I was like, we have a real problem. All my takes about Brand, uh, Brandon Ayuk are being exposed. And I told, I said, until he shows on a consistent basis, I don't even think there's a flex option in him. There's better flex options elsewhere with injuries and stuff like that. I just don't think until he could do it consistently, there's no point in trying to risk it. Yep, you heard it there, man, from Travis. So, yep, consensus is there. Do not start Brandon Ayuk. So, yeah, that's my starting sims for the week. Right on, brother. Appreciate you coming on as always and uh, talking to us about kind of the general sense of the league and doing this segment with us and doing the intro when Tyler's not here. This has been great. You uh, go ahead and have a nice night, and you'll listen to this, I'm sure, as soon as it's posted. Absolutely, man. You guys have a good one. Good All luck right, to everybody brother. in their week. Week seven. What easy. is it called? She's the Bipocalypse. Apocalypse, it is here. Dun, dun, dun. All right, hey, guys. Man. You guys have a good one. Yep. All right, cheese. Let's do it. Let's start off. Um, so I think we'll just talk about it right now. Bipocalypse just mentioned we have six teams on by this week. You know all six teams? Uh, pretty much like all your, your key starters. We got the Chargers are gone. We got the Vikings are out cowboys um buffalo bills buffalo bills the um oh shit who oh i kind of pulled a fast one there too i thought i remembered it um thought it had all the thing it can show me who's on a buy it doesn't show me dang it oh fuck fuck this is a bad luck fuck 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 and mr Quizmaster. yeah I, dropping I the ball I, I thought i had it there um Steelers. Steelers is the other one. Fuck. And then God damn it. This is a bad look all around. But I did say not as prepared as we should be. 
The Jaguars. Jaguars. There it is. How can we forget about the Jaguars? Coming off their first win undefeated this year across the pond, baby. Mm. Is putting fingers in random girls' butts better for your team? People are asking. It takes a little bit of a time, you know, takes three weeks, two weeks to conjure up, and you got to go across the pond, but it finally paid off. You can stick your fingers in some girls' ass, but you can't say anything about uh, about our league commissioner. Not Johnny Roca. That would be Mr. Goodell. Exactly. Um, so with that being said about those teams being out, we're coming into the major part of biases. And last week was a couple. This week is going to be, I think, the most in one week, um, if I'm not mistaken. And then it'll slowly trickle out. A lot of great players being benched and then a lot of injuries to cheese. Do you have the injury list we can run through? We do have the injury list and COVID, as you said, still a thing. We're still in a pandemic. We have Damian Williams and Dallas Goddard on the COVID-19 list. Let's see. We got Nick Chubb. He was questionable. He missed last week with the calf. He is officially ruled out with a calf for Thursday. Kareem Hunt. He also has an injury. He has been put on IR. So we'll talk about who to fill in for those guys later on in the show. But uh, Latavis Murray questionable with an ankle. Dak Prescott is on a bye this week. He hurt his calf on the very last play of the game. Seen in a walking boot. Seems like it's precautionary, but was that, very, did you say Dak? Yeah, they're very precautionary oh. that he should be able, but you just you just never know with these things. You know, as we talked about with Chubb, he's gone for a couple of weeks. And especially where they're at in the season, right? They're they're in a good stance. They're in a poor division. I think at this point they're looking like maybe we can have when's their buy? I wonder when their buy they're, is. They are on a buy right now. Oh, okay. Never mind. That's why it's a question. That's why I think if there wasn't a buy this week, he probably wouldn't play. Yeah. With the buy, it's definitely a lot more open. Still a question mark, but he should, you know, be on the right track, hopefully, next week. Uh T.Y. Hilton Kane just came back from injury. He gets uh cart uh, gone with a quad injury. Yeah, he's con- already back out. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, shows up for a week, and then he hurts his quad. Uh, Antonio Gibson, questionable with the leg. Kadarius Toney, poor poor Giants. Everybody in the wide receiver's room over there is just getting injured. He's doubtful with an ankle. Um, Let's see, Paris Campbell put on IR with a foot. I already talked about Kareem Hunt. Trey Lance, questionable with the knee. Uh, Odell Beckham, questionable with the shoulder. Robbie uh, Robbie Gold put on IR. Um, Let's see, let's see, let's see. So... Many injuries. Uh, I think that's. I think that's enough. That's there. about. That's about it. Those are. I mean, pretty much the big, big ones is the Cleveland Browns running back room, and also Kadarius Tony, who we talked up last week. Tyler and I, whoever that kid is, Tyler and I did, and then of course comes back or shows up week one. Did very good first drive, and then gets hurt. Yeah, CMC was questionable for this week's game, and then ruled out right before. And I know Tyler was like telling me that you were going to give shit to me for basically going back on my own word of making sure you're handcuffing because I handcuffed him with Chuba and then I dropped him last week. I was told for a kicker. Yes. Well, I didn't want to drop young way because he is a point monster at the kicking position. And at this point I I need it where I can get it. So I didn't want to drop him. I like, I I knew that um, I, I was, like Nick Chubb's probably not going to play cream hunt, get a lot of carries. So I know I can carry this week and then CMC. If he doesn't play, he should be back. He should be fine. By the time that happens, I'm not going to worry about it too much. 
I'd rather just fill the spot and then maybe go back to it later. And it just came back to bite me in the ass because now I'm I'm literally fucked. I mean, I have Miles Ga- I have Aaron Jones, and I have Miles Gaskin, but like Miles Gaskin has been one of the most like low ceiling, high floor guys out of any running back in the league. It's been absolutely insane. Some week, I mean, two weeks ago, thirty something. Last week, less than five or around five it was just it's just insane i mean the whole dolphins offense in general is kind of fucked but yeah no so i going against my own um my own word was kind of shitty but at this point too this one of the things that you want to look and do when you're going into a buy is you have to address where you're at in your league and then play based upon that and right now i'm two and four and three and three i need the wins so I wouldn't really – this wouldn't be a week where I'd be trying to handcuff anyways. If there was a guy out there who had a higher ceiling, I'd probably be dropping regardless to do that, to do so. Um, just because I need the wins, I need the higher probability. Um, it's it's a real mess, and it's it's been a headache for me to try and figure out. I do not feel prepared. And that's one of the things I hate the worst, whether it's doing this or just fantasy week to week. Without talking about it, I do not feel prepared on a week-to-week basis because I just don't know. There's so many question marks, uh, player-to-player. It's insane. But I'm hogging a mic. Jeez, do you have That's any it. opinion? No, we t- I mean, Tyler and I talked about this last week, saying you know sh- you should probably look ahead because week seven is so heavy on buys, and it's obviously hard to you know predict what an injury is going to occur. But um, you know, the Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, we knew going into last week that both of them were kind of banged up. So not saying you should have grabbed you know Dearness Johnson or somebody else, but they should have been on your radar. And we all knew these bye weeks are coming this week. So now hopefully you you know there's still probably some moves you can make, but you should have really made those moves last week when people like Travis aren't like scrambling around trying to, you know, salvage their season right now when it's a halfway point. Great point. Great point. Let's get into the weekly breakdown though. We'll start with this Thursday. We're talking a lot of Cleveland Browns. So we'll go into the Thursday night game here. Denver Broncos at Cleveland. Um, Don't know how the weather is in Cleveland. We know how that can be as Raider fans last year. But um, Baker Mayfield not doing great. We're not sure what he's got a dislocated shoulder on on his um, opposite throwing, but it's obviously still affecting him. Odell's not being productive. Jarvis Landry, I think, is still out for a couple weeks. Now this this um, these injuries to the running back room, offensive tackles out. Um, do we still see fantasy relevant from the Browns? I don't know. Cheese. I think when it comes to like Baker Mayfield, yes, he, you know, we're struggling to find some uh, quarterbacks right now, but I still think there's better options out there. He does have that, you know, messed up non throwing shoulder and he fell on it. And I thought he was done for the rest of the year. He was like in so much pain. Uh, You know, I thought JJ was about to lead a prayer circle. It looked really bad. And then he just comes out the next drive. So I think this is something is going, this is going to happen fairly regularly throughout the season where Baker is going to fall awkwardly. Hopefully it's just a thing of it pops out. He pops it back in. He's going to have to get surgery later on in the season, but even though it is non-throwing shoulder, it's still going to affect him throwing the ball. And I think regardless, you're not really looking at any wide receivers or any pass catchers really like, yeah, uh, Donovan's people Jones popped off. David Njoku popped off a little bit as well, but no one consistently 
on that team is what you're looking for. And with Kareem Hunt on IR, Nick Chubb out for Thursday. I think the top waiver wire get for anybody should be Dearness Johnson. Yes, a little bit of a tougher matchup against the Broncos, but at this point, he's good. I don't know. I mean, it's tough to say if he is the clear cut number one guy, but it's looking like that's what he's going to be. The second guy over there is uh, Demetrius Felton, seemingly more of like a passing down type of back. So Dearness Johnson, number one guy to pick up this week. A little late, I know, but if he's still there, maybe he's still available. Him. He's still available. In quite but by the time weeks. you hear this, waivers are probably done. Yeah, so somebody's already got him. But if not, hey, you got lucky. Um, Denver Broncos, I'm not sure the offense has looked bad. Cleveland Browns defense is good, but it could be tired out depending on how much time they're on the field. Um, I'm taking Tim Patrick as a high ceiling guy. You need the points. Might as well throw him in there because if the Browns defense is on the field too much, they could try and expose him downfield. Um, he's a downfield threat. Couple TDs. He's he's had a couple TDs in a couple games. So, you know that high ceiling right there. Teddy Bridgewater. If you if you're super in need, uh, maybe in deep leagues if you're super in need. But that's about it. Yeah, Noah Fant, uh, good week last week. Cortland Sutton, right now he's just a target machine. 14 targets last week. I think he, f- he found the end zone once. Uh, eight catches, 94 yards. So Cortland Sutton, seemingly the guy yeah. over there. And Jerry Judy, I think he had a little bit of a setback. So obviously he wasn't going to show up this week, but it seemed like it's going to be the Cortland Sutton show for a few more weeks. Yeah, I mean, he he is he is the guy. He's the Cooper Cup of that team right now, I would say. If you're not starting him, uh, you're not evaluating your team correctly. Um, the Carolina Panthers Sunday. I didn't start him last week. I still won. Okay. Don't judge me. Don't fantasy shame me. Sorry. I missed that episode because I would not agree. Uh, Carolina Panthers at New York Giants. But that just goes to show you how good your team is. Jeez. Thank you. I mean, I, I try to put my I mean, I said it last week. I was going to ride the Devonte Smith train. And of course, he didn't do anything last week. That's just <laughs> I, I, I keep doing it. It's one of the things where he does. He's going to do great on my bench. But then when I don't when I do start him, he ain't going to do shit. So, mm. what, what but, you know, with name? everyone, with everyone, with Keenan Allen and C.D. Lamb out, both of them get a run. So Cortland Sutton show up finally your time to shine, buddy. That's it. Giants Panthers in New York, the Meadowlands, well in New Jersey. Um, Carolina has played a string. They were three and L then and three in their last three uh, played a string of really good teams. They are Sam Darnold has not looked good, but I think this is a return to Early season against a bad Giants team, really bad Giants team without Saquon now, I believe, for another week. Um, so they shouldn't be able to control time of possession. Sam Darnold should be able to work. No CMC, so Chuba should have a lot of work back in the in the backfield. If you were uh, fortunate enough to pick him up when somebody who had him handcuffed dropped them because of dumb reasoning, that's good for you. You have a, a – a, depending on your running back situation – a running back two or a flex option at a Chuba Hubbard. Then uh, over in New York, I mean, nothing really too much to say. I mean, Daniel Jones, I mean, I, I going after what happened last week with Carolina getting kind of exposed by the, uh, the Vikings, you know, maybe Daniel Jones is a viable kind of streamer for this week. If, you know, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, any of those guys you had are on a buy, but I think the only person who really started with confidence this week would be Sterling Shepard. He is kind of the vacuum over there. 14 targets last week. 
Uh, Dante Pettis, I mean, haven't heard that name in a while. He got 11 targets last week. If you're really desperate, if, you know, every single receiver out there, maybe, but I think Sterling Shepard is uh, definitely a lock right now, especially with Kenny Galladay out kind of struggling. I thought Kadarius Tony would be a thing, but as we said earlier, he is doubtful and probably not going to play. Yeah, that really stinks. Um, Next game, New York Jets facing off Patriots in New England. Second matchup between these two in the division. Um, Patriots defense should do well again. They picked off Zach Tay, uh, Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. Got, hey, it, got, it, go. got it, got it, got it. I appreciate you, but I, I pulled you, it. You said it. You said it before I did. So um, they picked off Zach Wilson. What three? three, four times in the first game against them. I expect it to be a little bit better, but still um, not much better. The New England offense, they play everybody close. Um, they Their offense can roll. So I'm, of course, love the kicker in this scenario. I think it's Gus Towski still. Who's over there? Who's over there kicking balls? Uh, is it Nick Foles? Not Nick. Uh, Nick uh, no, no, no. Nick, whatever his name is. Oh God, this is a bad look. I'm doing this shit again. No, 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 no. Why don't you? I'll get the name. You talk about the uh, Jets here. We were looking. Nick Folk. Nick Folk. That's it. Folk. Yeah, not Nick Foles. Different guy. Different guy. Different position. Uh, over in New York, they are coming off a bye, so maybe the Jets have really prepared two weeks. Robert Sala going to take it to Bill Belichick. Maybe this is the week. It probably won't be, but hey, you never know. I mean, nothing really too viable for fantasy purposes, really. I mean, Jameson Crowder came back. He had a solid game. I mean, not a solid game. He had four catches for 24 yards, but he, he's second on the team in targets. So hopefully, you know, you can see some more production out of him in, you know, in his in this week. So it, it, it's the Jets. You're not going to expect much. Corey Davis, Jameson Crowder, if you are starting them, you're kind of holding your breath. For sure, for sure. Um, Kansas City Chiefs take on the Tennessee Titans. This is in Tennessee. Tennessee off a big win. Chiefs off a big win, snapback win. Um, the usual suspects in this game is what I would say. What do you say, Cheese? Yeah, uh, we saw Darrell Williams first game in as kind of the full-time starter with CEH. And even though maybe CEH is more talented, I, st- I think Darrell Williams is going to be the better fantasy uh, running back he gets all the touches even when ch is there so since it's his show and he had a good game last week so i would expect uh, more of the same all for the next two weeks at least while ch is on ir and then tennessee i mean derrick henry is going to be starting for you every week no matter what i can see ryan Tannehill go off and have a big game um kansas city chiefs have given up a ton of passing totals uh up and down the roster so um, both receivers are healthy, right? Julio Jones and AJ Brown. Uh, still a little, I forgot, but AJ Brown had some batch of Chipotle, had some food poisoning, so uh, he wasn't exactly up to snuff. But I think is that a joke? No, it's a it's a legit thing. Because uh, I had bad Chipotle and I had food poisoning on Friday when I got back from Disneyland. So maybe there was something in the water with the. Uh, was a Chipotle for the last week. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, well, if they're starting, I if both of those guys are in, I would say they are start worthy, right? They both have 
very um I, w- I would say high enough ceiling where you're not worried about it. Um, uh, do you have anything to contrary that? I hope I'm not just talking out of my ass. Um, I did pull it up. It said Julio Jones questionable with the hamstring. So I believe that's the same thing he was dealing with last week. So I uh, just then keep an just, eye out. Yeah. The, you you want to start him if he's, if he's healthy, right? I mean, I, don't, I, I mean, I guess I don't, I, I was never like the biggest fan of Julio Jones coming into the season. I mean, we're kind of seeing why the league wasn't really giving the Falcons that much in trade offers. He's, you know, he's doing okay, but he's just not the Julio Jones. I think people were hoping for in a new scenery. Yeah. I, I, I think this is less about them and more about, well, it's a little bit about them because of the talent. They do have talent, but this is more about the chiefs, bad defense than more than anything. Because going back, oh, it's two weeks ago. But uh, anyways, I was trying to look up Julio Johnson. Of course, you know, I was looking at the Jets because they were on a bias. We had to go back to week five. And then I'm just anyways, let's move on. What's next? No, so, yeah, we'll slide. get on. We'll get on with it. The Washington football team going to Green Bay to face Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, I think, will own the football team. He should have another pump up week just as he did uh for himself against the Chicago Bears this week. A.J. Dillon is a weird situation. <clears throat> if you have, have him as a handcuff to um, Aaron Jones, that's awesome because at this point it seems like he's getting, you know, a little bit more split work than he was before. And if he has a good game where they get ahead big, he could get garbage time points for you and be a flex option. I'm not too sure. I haven't done all my homework on that. But if you're in desperation, especially with bye weeks and you need a flex, I wouldn't be I wouldn't not think about starting him as the, in the flex. But Aaron Jones is going to start. Devontae Adams is going to start for you. That's just how it rolls. Yeah, I mean, last week I was kind of hurting at running back. And so I just had to start Tony Pollard and he. You know, didn't produce big time numbers, but he was effective enough. And I would assume if you were to do this with uh, Dylan, it'd be more of the same. We're seeing his uh, touches go up while Aaron uh, Jones's touches are going a little bit down. Still, you know, Aaron Jones has the bulk of the work, but we are seeing him kind of more closer to 50 50, like what it was when Jamal Williams back there. Most uh, definitely. Most definitely. Over for Washington. I mean, Terry McLaurin is going to be your guy. Taylor Heineke. Probably not a good streamer this week. Uh, J.D. McKissick with Antonio Gibson questionable. I think he's another kind of must add on the waiver wire. He, he's not a guarantee that he will start, but even with Antonio Gibson out, uh, McKissick is more of the pass catcher. So, uh, you know, even if Gibson's out or if he's in, he's still viable to get you some points. But if he's out, I would assume McKissick would be the lead back there and he could, uh, you know, get a lot of points going up against uh the Green Packers, because we saw what Herbert did against them last week, almost ranch for 100 yards, should have had two touchdowns, but a bullshit holding call. And nah, we're not going to talk about that. I still won. Who cares? Um, The tight end for, I have him right here. One second. No, I do not have him wrongly. Ricky Seals-Jones. Yeah, Ricky Seals-Jones. Um, He is getting all of the snap, snaps. Um, What was it? Logan Thomas is still out. And... um. I would say with this week, a lot of good tight ends out. Ricky Seals-Jones should be a star out of Washington. The Falcons take on Miami. 
in Miami. Cheese, I'll let you start this one off. What do you think of this game? So if you're looking for a streamer at quarterback, I think Tua is a viable option over there. Uh, Atlanta, not the best defense in the world. They are coming off of a bye, so maybe they get their shit together a little bit. But uh, Tua looked looked good last week. It, it's almost kind of like the uh, this Pittsburgh Steelers passing game to where they pass it a lot. I think I saw a stat that the Dolphins have like the number one passing attempts in the league, but they just don't throw downfield. They're not very effective. So uh, I like Tua. I mean, I don't love him, but I like him. If you're trying to, you know, find your way. Uh, you talked about Miles Gaskin two weeks ago. Popped off probably when no one was starting them because they were ready to drop him, and then maybe they thought he was back. Starts him this week, and he just has another Miles Gaskins type week. So I, I don't know what to do with them. Maybe you start him just because you have no other better options. I, I do think. What the hell is going on? Jesus Christ. God damn. Could you hear that? Something. I got the exact. Did you get an alert that the Warriors beat the Lakers? No, I got, a, okay. I got a phone call. Dang. You be, you know, I'd be getting like some spam phone calls and I feel like it's always at the same time of day. Like I always get one at like 10 o'clock and then I always get one like at two, three o'clock. It's kind of weird, no, but there was like no. different numbers. I don't know what's going on. It's my girlfriend. She forgot that I'm doing a podcast again. <laughs> Damn. She, she just asked me if I was taking a shit because <laughs> I ignore her. Um, Like I would answer you if I was shitting. What? Um, so Miles Gaskin, that's where we're at. Sorry about that, everybody. I, I think I think he's better than what he's doing on these poor weeks. I truly do. I just think, especially with not having Tua and getting him back and the ups and downs of this offense, I think Tua, as long as he stays healthy, there should be no more ups and downs from that offense. Well, we're, well I think we're going to get what we get. Uh, Miles Gaskin should become, like, every week running back two. Jalen Waddle, we've seen he went off last week with Tua back. And in uh, the first couple weeks with Tua there, you've seen that connection work out from their old college days. I think that boosts back up because it, without him, it was more Devontae Parker. I think Devontae Parker takes a slide down. Uh, but then again, I could come back next week and be just as fear. For, like I talked about it at the beginning part about how infuriating I was, uh, how in furious, how furious I was with Miami Dolphins and because I have invested quite a bit on them on my team, but the Falcons will move over there. Um, Matt Ryan deep leagues should be um, if you need it should be a streaming option. Um, I don't think there's any one particular offensive player you can look at over the other. I don't have too much research on that. Cheese, do you Kyle have anybody? Pitt, Kyle Pitts finally had his breakout game a couple weeks ago. Oh, did Midland, he? I missed uh, it. In London. It was because it's, I would probably equate him more that Calvin Ridley wasn't there. He had a personal matter, so he couldn't travel with the team. I would assume Ridley would be back this week. So maybe uh, Pitts' production goes down a little bit. But finally, as someone who was talking about at the beginning of the season, finally showed that he is a pretty good tight end. What did he score two weeks ago? Uh, he went off for like one. I don't think it, I forget. If, uh, I can pull it up, but I don't think he had a touchdown. But he had like one fifteen or one. That's a lot of fucking yardage. Holy shit! 
Well, we'll see. Hopefully it continues for 119 in uh, a touchdown, nine catches. There oh, he is. did have a touchdown. That's pretty good. Um, next, Bengals at Baltimore. Interdivision rivals, Joe Burrow hot. Um, I, I really like Joe Burrow. I really like Jamar Chase. I think even with the Ravens defense being stingy, um, I think they can break loose on them. I think I, I, I the Ravens, I don't trust. People are calling them one of the better teams in the league. They keep being bumped up on the power rankings, this and that. I, I don't trust them. I think they did a good job against the Chargers last week because the Chargers had to co- fly from west to east coast on a short week and blah, 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 blah. I, I think more so this shows the true colors. I think the Bengals could win the game, but I'm going to talk about that on uh, Friday. Trapped over to hell, but I do think that Joe Burrow has a good game. Jamar Chase has a good game. Joe Mixon has a good game. Yeah, someone who's starting Joe uh, Joe Burrow this week in place of Dak. I'm a little worried, but you kind of did talk me into it that you know Chargers 10 o'clock local time, but then Indianapolis Monday night a little more time to prepare. They did go off, and that's not exactly an offense, especially a passing game that you're not super scared of. So, and the Bengals are clicking. This is kind of a show me type game, so I would assume that they're going to try their best to kind of prove it. But uh, going over to Baltimore, uh, Mark Andrews, he's just kind of bounced back in a big, big way these last few weeks. He's definitely emerged. Maybe is like the number three uh, tight end, you know, beside behind uh, Kelsey and Waller uh, with Kittle kind of out. Uh, Marquise Brown kind of still doing his thing. The running backs, they, I mean, they are very productive last week, but I, I think it's just something you got to stay away from because, you know, maybe they're not all going to score a touchdown every single week. But uh, one person to keep an eye out on is Rashad Bateman. Uh, didn't have a good week last week or, yeah, in terms of like the stats, four catches, for 29 yards, but second most targets at six. I do like this uh, Ravens passing attack. It definitely has stepped up recently. So uh, they do have a buy next week. So I don't know what you're looking at. If maybe you want to hope they don't pick him up this week, maybe try to get him next week when he's on a buy because probably no one will get him. But I think he's definitely kind of a sleeper that you can hold on to. And maybe hope he busts one out later in the season. Latavius Murray, he's one of the backups over there, correct? I just want to make sure because I, I know I, I, have... I would say technically it goes Latavius Murray number one. Yes. Then Devonte Freeman, and then, then just Le'Veon, Le'Veon, Bell. then Le'Veon Bell. My boy Ty Sam Smith, after I showed up for him a couple of weeks ago, has been a healthy scratch two out of three weeks. Um, I believe the stat I saw today was that um, Latavius Murray in the last four games, has six touchdowns. Now, that sounds appealing and all, but in any other sense of the word, if you're in a normal PPR league, there's more upside in players who get more action, which the running game kind of still doesn't flow through anyone singularly. It flows more through Lamar Jackson than any running backs. But in a non-PPR league, I think he is a flex option in deeper leagues. Because of the touchdown upside, looks like they use them in the red zone. That would be my only thing. Agree. The oh, sorry, Detroit Lions. They're taking on the Rams in a. Um, I just blanked. What do they call that? Um, right? No, 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 not rivalry game. Um, revenge game. Wrong R word. Uh. I think the Rams, and this sucks to say, because I love you. Know, everybody knows who listens to our 
programs know how much I love Dan Campbell and the Lions, but I think the Rams just keep running, running muck, and they run a muck all over the Lions. Normal guys on that team are starting. I don't need to get too much into it. I did want to ask, because I think a couple weeks ago, I think the week before I left, I did one of these with you, and I said that I think Robert Woods actually has a good game. Has he had that yet? <laughs> you have not been paying attention to Robert Woods because Robert Woods, of course, after I sing his praises and then I'm starting to dump him, then he goes off for like the past few weeks. Now, last week was not okay, a good so week. Okay, so I was correct. Had, I want to make sure I was correct. Yes, yeah, so you can circle the wagons. He had two back-to-back uh, pretty good games. Okay. It may continue. It may not. I I I wouldn't. I would bet on the uh, latter of that, of him not continuing that. But who knows? Who knows there? Cheese, you got anything out of the Lions? Uh, not exactly. Uh, I would assume this is going to be more like last week with the Rams and the Giants. The Rams are probably just going to, you know, shit all over him. It's going to be it's going to be ugly. Yeah. Uh, Hawkinson, he's Hawkinson. You're going to start him anyways. I do like DeAndre Swift. He has been productive recently going up against a, a tough you know, front seven of the Rams probably don't expect too much, but you can have to start them anyways. Uh, Ahmad Ross, St. Brown, another one of those kind of sleeper waiver wire pickups if you're kind of just looking around. All right, all right. Philadelphia coming to going to Las Vegas to play the Raiders. Um, why don't you kick it off? Tell me what you think out of this one. So I did uh, – kind of voice my frustrations with Devontae Smith, but you know, maybe he'll actually have a, a good week this week, but Jalen hurts. It's kind of one of those weird things to where he has a bad like football game, but in terms of fantasy, he had a, a fantastic game. He rushed for two touchdowns against it's those tough, feet. It's those yeah, feet brother. It's a, a, a tough Buccaneers uh, defense. Now Raiders aren't exactly the Buccaneers, but you know, they've kind of shown they could step up at times, but uh, Miles Sanders, it, it's just been a disaster for him over there and with the, a rough week where you draft him, you're probably starting him regardless, but if you can swindle anyone out of a trade, I don't know what you can get for him, but I think I'm ditching any Miles Sanders. How much longer until you're, you're, you're kind of done. Like you, you forget about the draft, uh, the draft position and you're just like, I can't do this anymore. I mean, I, I I'm kind of like quick to, give up on guys you know no one i'm you know as the oakland a's fan you know everyone is tradable everyone is droppable but um i I think it just kind of depends because what honestly are you going to get out of miles sanders you can't exactly drop him like yeah you know you can drop him for like dearness johnson but that's like a two-week thing and then you're stuck with your dick in your hand and someone else has miles sanders and maybe he's not producing over there but at least he has some upside yeah, no shit. Uh, and then the Raiders. So I don't know exactly what to take of the Philadelphia Eagles uh, defense. They can be good at times, and they can be absolutely terrible. I think the Raiders, on a good day, have a very equivalent Dallas Cowboys offense. So I'm going to take a shot here, and I'm going to say that they have a Dallas Cowboys-type game against them. may not look like it early, but I think late in this one, it gets a, it gets away from him. I think Derek Carr goes big, and I um I actually think Jay, Chase Edmonds has a better game than um Josh Jacobs. Okay, okay, not the biggest fan of uh, 
what's what's his name? Uh, Chase Edmonds, just because uh, Connor is kind of sniping him at the goal line, he is being getting a little more work, but it just all depends on what the game script is. And as a streamer, I don't know what the availability is for Derek Carr, but uh, he's probably the top guy I'm looking at this week if I'm trying to yeah. get a fill in. For sure, for sure. Uh, Arizona Cardinals hosting the Texans. This should be a bloodbath. I uh, the, the, There is honestly nothing to talk about from the Texans, right? No, it's pretty much the same thing. Like you're starting Brandon Cooks because someone has to throw the ball to him. And that's pretty much it. I mean, Mark Ingram, he's still a guy. He, he touches the ball a few times, but he's 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 there. He's the Cardinals, though, the Cardinals there, they'll have him. I mean, uh, I want to talk about I, I am very, very upset. Although I do have great quarterbacks in my leagues. I'm not like super upset, but I did go in heavily on the Kyler Murray train last year when he didn't exactly have it all figured out. And he seems to have it all figured out this year. And that really upsets me. The only issue that I see is from this heart besides nuke. It's kind of hard to tell who are the other, like who's the number one, number two wide receiver guys over there. What what do you, what's your take on that? Especially from a fantasy standpoint. Yeah, it does kind of fluctuate even kind of going back to nuke. He, he, he's viable, right? He's, he's good. I mean, he's, He's DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best guys in the yeah. league, but he's really just producing because he's finding the end zone a lot. I mean, just looking to last week, he scored two touchdowns. That was two of his three catches. So if he didn't get those two touchdowns, you're looking at a stinker. And he's had, I forget the amount of touch. I think it's it's almost similar to what you were saying about Latavius Murray. He has like six touchdowns. You're not going to expect that much production, you know, for the foreseeable future. And they have so many talented pass catchers over there that, you know, it's probably going to take a dip in his production. And honestly, I might be willing to shop around DeAndre Hopkins to see what you can get from him because he, he's been putting up those numbers to where you can get like a, a solid guy in return. But then maybe, you know, in these next few weeks, he kind of takes a little bit of a dip. So I know see, I, 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 I don't I don't disagree necessarily. My only issue would say I think there's a reason that he continues to get touchdowns and maybe not worked up and down the field that is where he is like the most dangerous man in the world and like it's hard not to get him the ball in the end zone like when they talk about who who do you give the ball with the final seconds left in the basketball game mj lebron kd i mean if you're gonna talk about that from a football side like who are you gonna throw to the ball i think nukes one of those guys so i just i I understand what you're saying and it makes a ton of sense. It's just one of those things where it's like, Oh, do you really want to do that? That would hurt so much. Yeah. And I think it just all depends on what you have. Like if you have a good salt, like if you hit on Jamar chase and you hit on Mike Williams and you have Deandre Hopkins, maybe you can go and grab, you know, a a solid RB one, RB two, something like that. That that is a great example. So, you know, you're not, you don't need to start him, but you're always going to start him because he's still DeAndre Hopkins. But if you're, you know, sitting at whatever, you know, four and two, five and one, and you're trying to gamble a little bit, trying to make your team a little bit better. But I think that's, that's a good option. All right. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Chicago Bears. I'll let you kick it off. Where do you want to start? Uh, we know old Johnny Roca loves himself, some Leonard Fournette. And at the beginning of the season, you know, I kind of shook my head. and was like, I'm kind of staying away from this Tampa Bay backfield, but 
Leonard Fournette has kind of emerged as the guy over there. And, you know, Ronald Jones and even Giovanni Bernard is going to get his touches, but uh, Fournette has definitely showcased that uh, he is the top back over there uh, going against the bears defense. I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're stingy when they, when they want to be, I think they're kind of a tad bit, you know, overrated a little bit, but uh, Antonio Brown, I'm going to say it every week, led the team in targets last week, 13 targets, nine catches, 93 yards and a touchdown. Honestly, I, I was maybe being a little uh, undervaluing him by saying he could be the second guy. Is Antonio Brown the number one guy? Cause he's, you know, yeah, best no, friends uh, and roommates with Tom Brady. Yeah, this is this is a big time Travis eat a dick. Uh, you had a you had a bad bad opinion because I mean I thought he would be another Josh Gordon, and at least with Tom Brady over there, I mean, what we knew the talent was going to be there, just whether or not he's trusted or can stay in the league and not get fined and stuff. It seems to be working out so. Kind of sucks for guys like me who, who took Mike Evans and shit, but, you know, what are you going to do about it? Um, I think I missed um, the points and notes where we talked about how Justin Fields was named starter and that uh, no longer was Matt Nagy calling the plays and how the offense has gotten better. So I, I especially like Justin Fields now. I think against the Buccaneers – if you're if you're deep and you need a starter and you and you need a starter, go ahead because of the uh, possibility to escape the pocket is a good upside on them. But if not, I kind of stay away. The, we know this Buccaneers defense and they're off a bye, correct? They did not play last week. I know they're off a off a Thursday game, so they're you know pseudo bye. They've been oh, a long, okay. they had a yeah. long week. So long week. I, I think they'll be more ready than ever. I think this is the probably the best Bucks. The best Bucks defense we see, at least until the postseason comes. Agreed. Uh, last Sunday game, Colts at 49ers. Uh, you said earlier that, um, what's his name, quarterback? Um, Both quarterbacks are kind of banged up, so we don't know who's really starting yet for the 49ers. 49ers, what the fuck is his name? Trey Lance. Trey Lance. So... Jimmy G is still no go, right? I think if I can pull it up, I believe they're both questionable. So <sighs> it's, as I said, kind of a toss up. We don't exactly know what they're looking like. You know, we're here well, on a Tuesday. Seen, so, so we've, we've seen the, I don't know what's going on in the running back room because of the injuries, but usually no matter who's in there could be a flex option. The Colts defense can tend to be stingy, but I don't know about going to West coast. I'd be iffy about flexing them unless you really needed it. Um, but Debo Samuel, right? He's going to start. And Travis Kelsey, has he improved since that? I'm trying to think. Uh, Travis Kelsey's had a pretty good couple weeks. No, but, uh, not George, Travis George Kelsey. Kittle George has Kittle. been put on uh, IR. Thank you. Thank you. That's why I couldn't think of it. Fucking thinking of the wrong guy like an idiot. Um, That's right, Debo Samuel it. should start, though, for the 49ers. And your team. That's what I mean. This yep. is going off the rails in my brain. Show some love to the fullback. Kyle Juszczyk had a good Juice. game two weeks ago. They are coming off a bye. So, you know, maybe they're going to implement Juszczyk more in the offense. But uh, uh, over I, don't on the know, Colts, I don't know why when they're like stars get injured that they just don't use him as the full time back. 
I mean, I don't know either. I mean, he looks good. And if Trey Lance is there, you can you saw that like the offense was a lot more open because Trey Lance has that running ability when Jimmy G doesn't. He's so much more dynamic than Jimmy G. Fuck yeah. I know. So uh, then, you know, the cold side of things had a solid game last week against the uh, Ravens. Don't know, you know, what to exactly expect from them. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is injured. Uh, Michael Pittman. Kind of, I think he's kind of the solid guy over there. And if you're, I don't know what his availability is, but uh, Mo Ali Cox is kind of a uh, a touchdown dependent guy, but he's he's getting the looks. If you're for looking sure. for a tight end, yeah, I expect the Colts to kind of keep the ball away from Shanahan and run the ball, run the ball a ton. And then Monday night, the New Orleans Saints going to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Welcome back. This is going to be a welcome back, Jameis Winston game. I think he throws for. Three touchdowns. I, I hope so. Hopefully, King Jameis goes off. But uh, Alex Collins, we thought last week it was going to be a tough matchup against the Steelers. He showed up. Now, he is kind of banged up again. I don't I mean, Rashad Penny, I guess, is kind of next man up. But if Alex Collins is still available, if you know someone didn't pick him up, he's definitely a guy over there with Chris Carson going down on IR. And um, Geno Smith as the quarterback, it, it was not pretty last week against the Steelers. So, I mean, I think you're still, I mean, I think DK Metcalf, you probably have more faith in Tyler Lockett. I might stay away from just because he is so hit and miss, but. Well, I think, I think because he's also a smaller guy, right? Geno Smith, the, the, a lot of Tyler Lockett's catches and pass is, is in short field, like in the red zone and stuff like that. And a lot of times it's when you see Russell Wilson just, drop the ball over the over the cornerback and right into his arms uh, on a dime. And I just don't think Geno Smith is that guy. Tyler Lockett's not the one who's going to run routes around everybody. So that's why I would agree with you and DK Metcalf should be the one and Tyler Lockett probably shy away. Yeah. I mean, I'm always kind of a little nervous to start him anyways, because he, he'll go off for 40 points, but he'll also give you four points. And with Geno Smith, that just, you know, raises the volatility even more didn't used to be the case before fucking dk showed up goddamn dk too much talent over there seattle just give it to one guy fucking bullshit all right um well that's the weekly breakdown but we did get some late questions in here so if you want to run through these really quick answer them and then we can get on out of here how's that sound all right all right one g in paris Ass. Perry. It is spelled capital P E R R I S. And I got roasted for fucking saying that shit wrong. Uh saying a bunch of the places wrong and stuff. What, what are you gonna do? I'm an idiot. We're just a bunch of dumb city boys. Goddamn right. He asked uh which quarterback do I start this week, Kyler Murray or Joe Burrow? I mean, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't be starting Kyler Murray. I would, ne- it, yeah. If there's uh, a game that any, Kyler any, and they play the Texans in, at home, yeah. If there's a game Kyler Murray's playing in, you're starting him. Like uh, uh, Joe Burrow would have to have the, it would have to be like Kyler Murray's. I mean, I think the only thing you're worried I about mean, he, he, is they he, get up so big that he only plays like three quarters, and Joe Burrow's in a shootout with the Ravens. But even if he gets up so big, right? Like, oh, oh, you're talking about Joe Burrow this week? Yeah, like I'm saying, like if the Cardinals are up by you know three touchdowns by the third quarter, they take out 
Kyler, and then Joe Burr, Joe Burrow is in a shootout with the Ravens, and yeah. I mean, that's, that's like best case scenario. And that's and that's what that's what like a five percent chance of happening. I yeah, I just don't see it. Uh, Andy from Jacksonville. Who Duval? Duval. Holy oh, shit. Wait. Yes, uh, I have Dak Prescott and Trevor Lawrence on my team. None of them are available this week. Who should I pick up off of waivers? My options are Matt Ryan, Joe Burrow, Mac Jones, Teddy Bridgewater, and Carson Wentz. My waiver order is number three this week, so please give me a top three in case I don't get who I want. So I think we should take these names and just rank them. I think that would be the best advice uh, based on matchup here. Mm-hmm. Um, one, two, I don't think I don't think honestly you have to worry about getting Trevor Lawrence back um, onto your team. I think he's too volatile to be your backup, and you should be looking for a more consistent quarterback to at least roster instead of Trevor Lawrence, so that way he's not scoring on somebody else's team, right? Yeah, and Dak. I mean, Dak Prescott. He, it's a, he's a little bit volatile because a lot of his points are coming from touchdowns. But he's having such a, a fantastic year that honestly, God forbid he you know gets injured. I, I think you're probably starting him the rest of the season, anyways. For so. sure. Um, do you want to rank these first? Do I need to read the names back to you? Uh, if you could just read the names back real quick. Matt Ryan, Joe Burrow, Mac Jones, Teddy Bridgewater, and Carson Wentz. So, I mean, I said I'm starting Joe Burrow this week. It's kind of reluctantly. Um, so, I mean, I think I would put number one, Carson Wentz, just because the 49ers defense, it's shown it can be really? good at times, but it's all, I mean, I, I just, I'm not in love with any of those guys. Like I said, I, I like Tua, I like Derek Carr. I like kind of those guys a little bit more. You know, yes. The Joe Joe Burrow. The only thing that scares me is what the Ravens did to the I think a better Chargers offense last week. So I, I think that's the only thing that kind of scares me a little bit. But yeah. I, I mean, I think but Joe like Burrow a, and Carson Wentz are kind of just right there. I truly believe that it's bullshit. But I think Matt Ryan, out of this list of names, has the most upside. Right? Dolphins not doing all that great. Their defense hasn't been able. We've seen like teams just continue to uh, like pound them out so I, I if i were to rank this i would go number one matt ryan number two i would say like two like you're saying 2a 2b is carson Wentz, joe burrow um carson Wentz, i would say is probably the more safe bet correct joe burrow is the higher upside yeah you're hoping jamar chase catches one for like 60 yards and then i'm gonna and then i would put mac jones then teddy bridgewater but Mac Jones, Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think you should touch. I think there should. Be- yeah, I mean Teddy Bridgewater on a Thursday, short week. I, I the Browns defense. Yeah, I did to get torched by the the Cardinals last week, but I, I'm a little scared to. You don't want to be looking at a, a shitty, you know, number for four days. So I'd rather go with someone on Sunday. All right, and Frank in Santa Clara asks another quarterback question here. Josh Allen has a bye week this week. I'm not feeling so great about Daniel Jones. Should I start him or should I pick up one of these quarterbacks? Tua, Mac Jones, Justin Fields. I think we've answered this, right? We feel more confident in Tua. 
Yeah, I like Tua. Uh, Justin, I mean, Justin Fields, I was quite impressed with some of the throws he was making, but I, think I just, just don't the like Buccaneer, him again. Yeah, the Buccaneers yeah. are just too scary. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we saw the, the Buccaneers can be had. Now, I'm not saying the, the Bears or the Cowboys, but the Cowboys put up big numbers. The, the Rams the, fucking dog walk and the, and the Falcons put a big number. So it's, it's a scary matchup, but I wouldn't be shocked if, you know, they put up some points against them. I think Mac Jones is we stay away. We stay away more from Mac Jones, but like Tua and fields have the highest upside here. I think if we were going to say a more safe bet, we would go Tua, right? I would say Tua, Yes. But if Justin fields real, probably has a better chance of running into real, the end zone. If you're real. Yeah. Great point. If you're willing to risk it to win this week, so I think this depends on where you're sitting at in your in your league, then you might want to go Justin Fields. That's a great point that he has a better chance of running it and getting it done with his feet against the uh, Buccaneers more than uh, more than any of them. All right, I think that's it for this week. Week seven in the or week sevens will be in the book this week. Uh, thank you all for listening. Remember, Johnny Roca, most of you guys who listen who send any questions, just send them to Johnny Roca, and then he sends them to us, which is really great. But if you would like to cut out the middleman, make it easier for you, you can email us at trapdoorpod at yahoo.com. Make sure to go like the Facebook, or yes, like the Facebook page, Trapdoor to Hell. Go follow us on Twitter, Twitter, trapdoorpod, which you could also ask your questions there. We check that, um, and it would be terrible if I looked because I just remember I didn't look at all there. It'd be terrible if I went there and it was like three questions that I didn't look at. But I, I'm I'm back from vacation now. We should be away from doing big breaks. I should be on top of it. I'm trying to get back on top of it. Cheese, tell them where they can send stuff to you if they would like to. Well, if you guys want to participate, uh, follow Curveballs and Share Shots on Twitter and Instagram, Curveballs and CS. Uh, if you want to send an email, curveballandcs at gmo.com. But I do not have access to that, so do not send any points of doings questions. Unless you it's, may just you know, get Dominic to answer. Yeah, he might just randomly, you know, message you back and just be like, uh, fuck points of doings or something like that. So if you want like a points of doings question on, on Curveballs and Share Shots, so like who you want to start on Sunday. There you go. But don't ask waiver wire questions because I'm not going to read it. Uh, but every Friday, maybe Saturdays, wrestling, sports, NBA season starting up. So I haven't been paying attention, to be honest, but don't tell Dominic that. So we're going to talk a little bit NBA next week wow. or this week. What do you say is the, the sport that Dominic actually pays attention to the most? Pays attention to the most would probably be ba- uh, football. But I will say... He does save my ass on basketball because he does pay attention to basketball quite a bit more than I do. So that okay. is kind of, I would say that's the one spot that Dominic has me on. Right on, right on. I, I always wondered that. Um, you know, trapdoor to hell every Friday or Saturday or whenever we get around to posting it. Um, appreciate you guys listening again and have a good fantasy week. <laughs>